Welcome to Ninety Tunes. Ninety Tune. And hi, how are you today? Fine. Thank you very much. We are so natural. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we say this? Why are we saying these things? Because of the song and the album and the artist. So we are doing Ashley McIsaac's 1995 hit, Sleepy Maggie, which was off the album, Hi, How Are You Today? The second album, for those who don't remember, are fine. Thank you very much. Which I think are genius names or albums. Yes. But like, pretty good name, Hi, How Are You Today? It just sets a tone. But fine, thank you very much <laughs> as the second. Just wonderful. It's just so silly. You remember this song? I do, because it's often played at our house. I play it a lot. <laughs> when I'm not around, do you play it? Sometimes. Sometimes it'll come up, and I don't pass it by, so I do enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good song. It is. I definitely jo- enjoyed it when I was younger. It, I think being from Nova Scotia and seeing somebody from Nova Scotia on TV was really um, rooting for the hometown guy almost, like, being in that heavy rotation on much music, you know, probably passing the maple test, which we talked about on our last episode and we'll talk about on our next episode. Yep. But yeah, um, definitely had that Canadian content and um, something you just didn't see every day with the fiddle. Well, I mean, for me, it was more than just Nova Scotia. It was Cape Breton. Yeah. There's not a lot, especially at that time. I'm not trying to diss someone, but like Rita McNeil didn't necessarily excite me <laughs> well i guess she probably didn't speak to the younger generation yeah. she was a great artist but had a great tea room yes <laughs> i mean sloan was around at the time but yeah but this was so different because i grew up with fiddle music around it wasn't my family wasn't necessarily musical in that way they listen to country but fiddle music's around cape breton and nova scotia yeah, yeah. but he just had a difference like it was just different fiddle music it wasn't your That's... traditional or all your traditional type of fiddle music he he was an artist but also a showman yes and that sometimes worked against him yeah because i think people wanted that traditionalist and he he could play it like yeah. he could play that traditional fiddle he proved that and but he could also incorporate himself and he could have incorporate all this new like you just didn't see it any at all like with music in canada and so because if you played fiddle you probably pushed into playing something more traditional and not modern like his cousin natalie mcmaster yeah played fiddle do you was that more was she more a cape breton thing or do you know of natalie i know of her and just yeah and she it's yeah. pretty traditional. So. We didn't go to school together or anything. But. Not neither did I, did we. <laughs> but this song, so beautiful, but so rocking. Rocking might not be, mm-hmm. but yeah, Mary Jane Lamond was that her name? Yes. Yes, Lamond. Now I can't think, and I've heard the name. Let's go with Lamond. Okay. <laughs> let's no. Let's go Lamond. I think it's Lamond. Anyway, that her voice is beautiful and ethereal. Is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) And kind of and kind of traditional. You could tell she could sing traditional songs too, like Ashley McIsaac. You could tell he could play the traditional fiddle as well as do something different with it. 
I would have loved to have been in that conversation between those two on how this song came together. Yeah. Because you have that traditional, you have that modern, he's bringing them together. They're both bringing it together. And I love that it wasn't just English. Yes. Well, it wasn't any English. Yes. They don't even say Sleepy or Maggie in yeah. the whole song. I looked up the English. Uh-huh. Mostly it's about dancing, not right. sleeping. Not even a girl named Maggie dancing. It's like <laughs> the first line is how do I dance straight? Give me a straight line. It's just a lot about dancing. And then some bird stuff. But <laughs> not not anything about a girl named Maggie. I read that they met and saw a concert, I think in Anaganish. I could be wrong, but he saw her in concert and was like kinda saw this like kind of punk persona in her despite what she was doing and that's kind of his thing too, a little bit of a rebel with doing traditional things. And yeah, so that's, I'd love to see that too, how that came together. And the only song on the album with words, it's all fiddle music. Yeah. And that's, you asked me, is he a one hit wonder? I don't know. Not for a genre, I don't think. But this is the only one that's going to make it on the radio because it's the only one with songs. But I did know one other song from it. Uh-huh. Devil, the devil in the kitchen. Yes, I do. Know, I I've listened to the CD before, but I've recognized that song. But I don't necessarily think it's a one-hit wonder. I think that's the hit that went out of a genre that made it to mainstream. All right, so if you're thinking it's like fiddle music or folk music, it's definitely big in that genre. Yeah, like. But overall, it's just yeah. And I got to say, it put him on an icon list for Canadian musicians. I'd say he's an iconic Canadian musician. I would, because he's played, like, everywhere. Like, he played at the Vancouver Olympics. He's played Carnegie Hall in New York. He's played all over the world. I know he has played for the Queen, and I remember him... Not being, I think the story goes that he wasn't able to play again because he was caught with weed in 2001 and arrested. And I don't think he was able to play for her again. I read a whole story when weed was legalized. He went to Nova Scotia to become first in line to buy weed in Cape Breton, Glace Bay. (laughs) Um, And he was just, yeah, like flew back for that. So that's kind of funny. And he was saying like, I hope one day like you can buy a, Wayne Gretzky wine you can buy an Ashley McIsaac weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> but when he played for Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, it was in Victoria, and the next day he played at a strip club. <laughs> 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 and he says that kind of sums up his life. Yeah. But then, do you remember him playing on the Conan, Conan O'Brien? Yep. Yeah. I forgot about it, but then I watched the yeah. clip. And then I watched a clip of them talking, like him and Andy talking about it. <laughs> like the next day. Or, yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell our listeners what happened for those who don't remember? Well, he did a scissor kick almost, like a yeah. high kick. After playing his beautiful yeah. song, Sleepy Maggie. And then... What was he wearing? A kilt. Of course. And nothing under the kilt. And did a scissor kick. Yeah, so they had to blur something out. Now, there's some people who are like, oh, he... Uh, I heard he was practicing that in front of the mirror. <laughs> and some people are like, oh, it just happens, whatever. But <laughs> Oh, if I was going to do that, I'd practice it. I think it too. was planned. I think it was planned. I think, con- I think he lived a bit off the controversy. And I think he was judged a little unfairly at times, too. Yeah. 
Oh, definitely. From the way it sounded, I remember him coming out as gay, but I think Frank Magazine said he was gay, and then he came out almost like a forced coming out, which is a pretty shitty thing to do. But back Freaking then... Frank. <laughs> back I don't then, want to talk bad about Frank because he'll dig up some dirt on us. <laughs> exactly. We love you, Frank. I think it's... I don't think Frank Magazine's still running. I think it, it is. It is? Oh, yes. Well, I was wrong. How do you think I get all my drama news from Nova Scotia? <laughs> I think he was going to be in McLean's magazine, but after that he came out, they... He wasn't in the magazine, and oh. I'm not sure if that's because of that or he did some things. There was a concert, I guess, that he yelled some racial slurs, a rave in Halifax. He says that it was taken out of context, and he was kind of show like okay. what a racist would say or something like that. I mean, he was controversial just for not playing traditional fiddle music. Dyed hair, dyed blonde hair in the 90s. Even before he came out, he would wear like rainbow rings on his chain and that. Like, so, you know, stuff that isn't really controversy, controversial. He went bankrupt. I remember that. He had a crack crack cocaine addiction and he came out saying he had kicked the habit. I think that was late 90s. Okay. Um, Have you ever seen Ashley McIsaac in concert? No, I wanted to a couple times. I know he played like in Pictou County a couple times, mm-hmm. and I just never had the chance. I was playing at bars. I think I was just too young at the time, maybe, um, or going over to another town was probably just too easy. hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him play once, and it okay. was kind of when he was kind of being canceled a bit, and then like everyone was like, "Ah, Ashley McIsaac, blah blah blah." You know, not everyone, yeah. but like in the news and media, and he was. It was just like a toned-down show, wasn't well advertised, just at a little bar, the Bonnie Prince, which still exists, I think. <laughs> and he just played great fiddle music. He just went, did his performance. I don't think he talked or anything or necessarily danced, just was into playing his fiddle. Okay. and didn't, Which was still a performance, especially at a little bar, a little pub. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to see. And it was pretty great. It was one of... It was amazing. It was one of the best concerts I've been to, especially because it was in such a small venue. Enough that if I saw him coming to Calgary and it worked out, I would go. I'd go see him. I think there's stuff, and I'm not very technical with music. I guess he plays, he's left-handed, but plays a right-handed fiddle or something, or plays it upside down. Did you read about that? No, I didn't. Because he had to either, if they changed the fiddle for how he could play with his left hand, he could only play with that fiddle. So he was like, as a kid, kind of like, ah, screw it. I'd like to play any fiddle and just learn how to play with any fiddle. But That's good. I know we didn't talk so much about just this song, but. Yeah, there's a Canadian connection. Well, of course he's from Canada. (laughs) Well, how about a personal connection? Oh, there's an American connection, but okay, a personal. Yeah, Mary J. Lamond. Or Lamont, we're not sure. No, we do not. She won 2006 Female Recording of the Year. 2006, okay. East Coast Music Award. Runner-up was one of Lena's friends. Andrea Curry. Yeah, so she was runner-up. It's Curry Hansel now. That's why I paused. She is my friend. I just had to think. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, she was a runner-up. Good friends of hers. Live up the street now. They lived together when you guys were in Halifax. Yeah, she used to live in my pantry. Yeah, I remember <laughs> meeting her. 
then. So yeah, it was. Uh, she's she's moved up. She has her <laughs> she, own place now. <laughs> she has a pantry <laughs> and a kitchen. <laughs> she has her own pantry for food now. <laughs> but yeah, I I found that it was hard. It was easy to find a Canadian connection because he is Canadian, but a personal connection is kind of cool. Well, talking about relatives, we talked how he was Natalie McMaster. He learned that he is a distant cousin to Jack White. Okay. They met, and when the White Stripes played in Glace Bay in 2007, which is one of the most surprising things that I read today, <laughs> he opened for them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, which I'm like, they played in Glace Bay in yeah. 2007? I the guess Bayplex, that, probably? I think that's what it's called. <laughs> but yeah. And I thought that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. So to give you some facts on the numbers on this song, it reached number 15 on Canadian dance charts. Ooh. Number 13 on the Canadian chart. Number 29 on the U.S. dance charts. Actually, that's quite big for yeah. U.S. I like. And number 102 in the U.S. I mean, he was on Conan O'Brien, so I yeah. don't know if there were other late night shows. Maybe not after Conan, if that was the yeah. first. But if you talk about The Devil in the Kitchen, that was the second single from the album. Yeah. So it did reach number 53 on the Canadian charts. Okay. But it is an album to listen to to remind me of home. Yeah, I think we'll do the whole album in a future episode sometime. Because we got really, maybe we'll do a different Ashley McIsaac because we got a lot in Ashley McIsaac here. Yeah, and just picking this one hit wonder of it, like one hit, has made me listen to the whole CD and appreciate yeah. the whole CD. Yeah. One of the best parts of the show is, do you want to tell us what our next Minnesota is about? Our next night Ooh. tune? It's Canada Day. Well, it's close to Canada Day. Canada Day is in a couple more days. So I'm going to a Canadian band. Oh, not Irish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch out. Yeah. I'm going with I Cry by Bass's Bass. I know that song. I, I bet I do when I hear it. You'll probably recognize it once you hear it because Bass I didn't know Bass. what it was either, but I ran into Bass's Bass twice today, so I had to look it up. And, and I Cry, Bass's yeah. Bass. I'm, I'm going to go with the word I used your one of your last choices. I'm intrigued. Yeah, so am I because I don't... I, I re-listened to the song part of it just to say, oh, yeah, that clicks. I, I, I remember sure. that. So, thought yeah, for sure well, it was going to be Informer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every week I think it's going to be Informer. So. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. So I'm going way outside of my comfort zone, way outside the box, and we're going to bring you a Canadian one-hit wonder again. Oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks you for listening and tune in next week. Oh, maybe we should give a preview of next week's regular episode. 90s tunes yeah. as opposed to 90s, 90s tune. <laughs> We're going to be doing Brian Adams, Waking Up the Neighbors. Waking Up the Neighbors. So, yeah, give that a listen. Definitely, we're doing a deep dive into what makes Canadian songs Canadian. So, enjoy. Listen to that, eh? <laughs>